0: Everybody, this is another episode of the sports desk. I think we can just go ahead and just take off the YBEB, just call it the sports desk because that's what it is. Uh, I am Greg. Who are y'all? I'm Cashley. What's up,
1: y'all? I am Lou.
0: What's going on, y'all? Yeah, well, welcome back. Happy 2014. I'm sorry, 2024. Hopefully, y'all are doing well. I wish it was 10 years ago, but that was a story for another day. Um, (laughs) God, um. Lord, uh, I I guess we can just pretty much hope that you all are doing all your New Year's resolutions and keeping those up and not making bad mistakes. Uh, Some of us have. But outside of that, I I think we can do a really brief catch up with everybody. I don't need to personally. I think I did enough in the pre-show. Let's start with Cashley. Cashley, how have you been? How is the new home? How's the
2: new house? Oh, man. Oh, man, it's wonderful. Sometimes I'm just in a state of awe. Like, wow, I'm really a homeowner. It's really real. I made my first mortgage payment. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So it's really, yeah, it's really real. Um, I think the property taxes came out and all of that. So (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah, like it's real, but it, it's yeah. wonderful it, it's a blessing for real
0: yeah like home owning is it's fun it's exciting it gets bad it, like there's the good and the bad but that feeling of this is mine feels yes. good like mm-hmm. um so again congratulations to you what about you Lou? How, how are you been sir uh i you know i'm doing
1: all right i'm doing good um uh, for those that didn't know real quick i just you Know for the past month or so because I haven't been on a couple of the shows. Uh, my wife had surgery back in um, uh, August, yeah, and she was just having uh, like it just popped up out of nowhere. She was having like kind of troubles with it and everything, but everything's good. We went to the doctor, everything like that, had a couple appointments. She's doing much better now, um, healthy, you know, no problems whatsoever. So, uh, you know, I just you know, had to take care of mine. So <laughs> yeah. uh, that's why I wasn't on the show. But, uh, you know, good New Year. Good. Uh, good Christmas. And that's yeah. uh, you know, fun to be
0: back. Well, w- welcome back. We're hoping that your family as well, your wife as well, all, all the things. Um, I, I guess I'm from my end really quick. Um, I do have a three year old still and it's showing. Um, she's definitely showing a little <laughs> bit of favoritism and who she likes and dislikes and she likes to play sides. Um, work is going pretty well. Um, my boss and I are definitely doing uh, better. When I say better, like she's learning me and giving me more responsibilities, like slowly but surely, which is good. Um, and that trust is being developed. Um, I think she was kind of jaded about kind of handing off work to other people. Um, but now she's like, okay, he can handle this. And it, it's no better feeling than that. So I'm, I'm really grateful in, in that regard. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely going to be asking for a bonus, knowing that there's more that could be, you know, spent on me financially, especially since I'm essentially doing two roles. Um, but we, we need to get straight into the show. Um, I, I think we should start with wrestling, but I, I just want to, you know, knock something off of the, the checklist of the docket, which is the gambling. Right. Um, Lou and I and, and formerly Q, we would gamble heavily on sports and we had a list a very long list of things that we would bet on that were just bad um people that were like you know what we're never betting on them yet. again to the point where lewis had to remind me hey you know we we don't bet on this guy right yeah. like we don't bet on cal kuzma threes we don't bet on <laughs> jordan Poole ever like right, right. <laughs> we don't bet on anthony davis on a back-to-back like we there's certain people we know for a fact right. we don't bet on but what was really alarming to me is the fact that we all know gambling is kind of fixed. It's kind of rigged, but now it's started to affect games in a way that has people looking at now, not just the refs but the players because now the players are invested in it. Um, There was a game and, you know, we won't have a really extensive NBA segment, but I'll just say this in the gambling segment where there was a play that happened in a golden state game. Where the players were upset that a player actually took a shot and made it because it went against the spread. Mm -hmm. Which means the entire world actually does gamble. And like Mm -hmm. when I first started doing this back in, what was this, 2022, Lou? When I first started actually like gambling, I was doing small bets there, like, okay, here's a quarter. Then I started upgrading to five, 10, $20 bets and shit. And now I'm back on, (laughs) you know, pennies and dimes because now I'm starting to realize how rigged this shit is. But when players are kind of upset at the gambling, and then when you go to these sports books, and even they aren't giving you profits, like, I haven't received a deposit bonus in six months. Um, I haven't gotten a deposit match in probably longer than that. Uh, And more importantly, there are these hooks that are starting to happen where, say if you schedule somebody to have 25 points, they have 24 in the third quarter, and they just won't score again. Mm Mm-hmm. It it, it makes you believe either one of two things happens. One, the ball has magnets in it, and it only (laughs) involves, you know, somebody controlling the ball when certain people have it, or it's rigged. And that's personally how I feel about it. Um, But I also know the trade off is I'm so invested now in the the gambling aspect of sports. If I would ever quit, like, just throwing a, a couple dollars or, you know, a couple pennies or whatever into a game, I don't really care for it. And I think sports know that. Like, people who watch sports or, like, interact with sports, I don't think it's as fun without the gambling aspect of it. And I'll I'll tie it in at the end, but how do you feel about it, Lou? How how do you feel about the gambling and the woes of that? You just
1: said it right there at the end. It's like, you know, during the day when I'm at work, I'm, you know, periodically looking at my phone, Twitter, Mm -hmm. uh, different sports sites, everything, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I'm like, damn, there's only, like, two college basketball games on. Well, I guess yep. I'll bet on them. I'm going to give you something to watch. Tonight. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, that's, you know, it's almost like a routine now. Yeah. Where Where, uh, you know, you're just, you know, you, you get home and you're just like, all right, this is on, this is on. And, all right, well, of course, tonight the, co- the college national championship game's on. So, you know, had to throw a couple bucks on it anyway. You never know exactly but yeah it, 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 it my wife's not like too happy about it uh to be honest mm-hmm. um but you know uh I'm not like going crazy with it um mm-hmm. it I'm not gonna sit here and say it controls me uh it's fun that's all I know is it's fun yeah so, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of those days, and I don't know if you've been here yet or not. You, I think you have a couple times or not. Yeah. But When, when you get that hit, when you get that nice, you know, that nice yep. win, it feels good. You know what I mean? You, you, you know, you, you feel proud of yourself. <laughs>
0: yeah. So hopefully that day's coming for me too. Yeah, like it, it needs to happen. Like I've had a few lucks, but then I ruin it by just throwing it right back at them. Like, hey, by the way, I won like 150. But here's like 60 trying to triple it or try to quad it because I'm betting. And what I've learned is now I only want to do live bets. Um, I stopped doing the first baskets. I start, you know, started just doing live bets because they can't rig it anymore. They can't go and just say, hey, by the way, um, this person is just out in the third quarter. Or this person won't play the entire game like Gabe Davis yesterday for, you know, the you know, week eighteen all of a sudden he just didn't play after the first quarter. A little bit crazy. Um I I still stand on this and I guess we can like segue into it. Um I would personally like to see how they handle like sports betting for like WWE and wrestling. Because we, we know it's a story and everything like that, but I think it would make it right. more fun knowing that it could change at the end. And yeah. okay. it would add so, so many different outcomes. Um, w- with that being said, here we are at the rec- <laughs> new wrestling segment. And the tie-in was perfect. Marvelous. Chef's kiss. Yes. Cash, Good job. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, do we, how do we feel about wrestling uh, day one raw? Um, and even going back, because it's been a few weeks, into the end of 2023. Did the end of 2023 wrestling, like... All factions wasn't good, bad, and then how are you feeling for twenty twenty
2: four? Um, let's see for twenty twenty three towards the tail end. Um, to be honest, I watched less WWE on outside of the public live events and maybe SmackDown, and watched more New Japan. Um, where do I stand with WWE at this point? Um. <laughs> it, 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 I don't know. It just it feels extra predictable at this point. Um I don't yeah. know where some of the storylines are going. Um I zone out a lot of the times like Monday Night Raw would be on TV and it's like you don't start watching me after a while. Like I'll totally zone out. You know what I'm saying? And you know um The Rock came back for SmackDown. uh mm-hmm. and I was totally uninterested. He challenged Roman and I'm sure that yeah. I know that's what we were all waiting for. But it's like, I'm, I'm over it now. Yeah. I'm over Roman's title reign. Uh, I mean, The Rock, he, he he's The Rock. Right. You'll always be excited to see The Rock, right?
0: Yeah.
2: But him coming back into a reign doesn't excite me at all. Because I kind of uh, feel yeah. like at this point, y'all have so much other talent. There's talent did they didn't let go. I mean, I, I'm still upset about them letting Mustafa Ali go. I'm mm-hmm. still upset about that. Um, I, I I still haven't fully grasped the fact that CM Punk is back. Yeah, that yeah. was a huge pop when he walked out. I know hell has frozen over, but <laughs> it's like I, I mean, I'm still not sure what to think of it. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think the women's division. They, they out of the most they hold my attention so that's a good mm-hmm. thing um but yeah my focus has been mainly japanese wrestling to be honest with you and that's pretty much carried me in, in the early 2024 so okay. yeah as far as wwe goes the rock came back um he challenged roman now when this match is gonna happen who knows Somebody saying elimination chamber in Perth, Australia. I don't really see The Rock doing an elimination elimination chamber. I, I don't see.
1: Yeah. It. No, I think he yeah, probably only do WrestleMania. What you think?
2: Yeah, that that's or, what I think. Or at the okay. minimal of Royal Rumble, but there's a scheduled four way match for the Royal Rumble now. Um, Randy Orton. Wait, what? Oh God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah, everybody wants Randy won. to get it yeah right so that's going to be at the royal rumble but um yeah <laughs> what 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 did you guys think about as far as like you know your 2023 thoughts on wrestling i know we enjoyed a lot of public live events but overall what did you think of 2023 in wrestling um Me? i just okay good, good actually no you you, you go ahead luke because
1: well, if well, i say anything uh, it's gonna I, be
0: rude The only thing I was
1: going to say is Like you know I I, I know like Um Maybe it's just like the old school person in me But like Mm. the way The way that The Rock Challenged Roman Like what he was saying You know when he was (laughs) like uh, You know know, I'm going to go get something to eat Do I sit at the bar You know the way he just said or do I sit at the head of the table I thought that I still got goosebumps I don't know why Yeah Maybe it's just like the old school, like you know, fan in me. But I just thought that was really cool. But Ashley's right. You know how much can he do in a ring? <laughs> you know mm-hmm. anymore. So I'd rather watch a rock promo than a rock match
0: anymore. To mm-hmm. the truth. And you know, I, I, I'm going to agree. I'm not going to say too much. All I'll say is it's giving me Hogan returning for that that last hurrah um, mm-hmm. situation for me and mm-hmm. I, I, who, who who was it that uh did he fight he fought the rock right like yeah so it just feels like the rock is kind of doing that but it's like he's not doing it to he's too far gone from passing the torch to roman it would be like roman passing it back to the rock and we yeah. all know that the only reason when i say we all greg feels as though the only reason that the rock is back is exactly what i said last year i was like the rock's only going to be coming back because all of his movies have bombed and he has to wait Mm -hmm. until the last fast and furious movie comes out he he blew black adam so that's done um he's pretty much done at dc he doesn't have any like real movies that are happening as a result of how he treated the black adam situation so until fast comes back he, he has some free time and now that vince is out of the picture he'll come back because there's money to be made and the issue is it's two years too late like that's a pandemic Mm -hmm. that that's a Mm -hmm. game-changing wrestle like wrestlemania match i know this gonna sound really Mm -hmm. fucking like crazy to say but if that match would have happened at that like that thunderdome type of wrestlemania i would have been just as intrigued about that match um Mm -hmm. if they would have had even the the Austin match with KO one night and then they had, you know, Rock and Roman the second night. Mm-hmm. That would have been, hands down, the best WrestleMania weekend ever. Like, it, mm-hmm. it could have been. Um, mm-hmm. But the, I think people are still kind of jaded at Rock versus Cena too. We don't want to see that. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to see it because of my own selfish reasons of my favorite wrestlers shouldn't still be wrestling and I'm a father like they, they can help they can be valets they can have like that go away match like Austin had right give me a little mm-hmm. bit of nostalgia and then go the fuck away right we know for a fact if Rock comes back he's gonna be back till SummerSlam and the only reason is because they, they can't get um our homeboy um Brock to do anything cause he's even said bro like I've been doing this for five years now can we can we stop making me fight this guy Because you're building Mm -hmm. him up to be like this, you know, this impossible to beat person after I beat him for two years. Right. He's held he's held the belt so long that people have left the company, gone to another company and they came back to this company. Do you know how crazy that is to know like CM Punk has had a failed career everywhere he's been and then came back. And they're like, okay, either we can feed you Roman or we can feed Roman to rock. and you know, just leave it that way. It it, it just, it, it really sucks to know that they had to essentially strip him of a title and give it to somebody else, talking about Seth, because people are like, Yo, I'm not watching this anymore. It, it's not entertaining. It's not fun. It's not what we as fans want, right? And it, it just hurts to know that, like, I, I see so much promise in WWE But I've started, like, you know, when you told me to watch, I was like, I have to watch the replays. And a lot of these wrestlers, I don't know because I'm, again, jaded about my favorite wrestlers and the people that I thought that they would be pushing. I thought Mustafa Ali was going to be that guy. But then I had to go and resonate to the fact that he, Mustafa Ali, they treated, um, what's homeboy's name that's at AEW now? Um, uh, Pac, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they treated him the same, I'm like like, you have all the uh, potential in the world and you squander it because you're hoping that you can get away with having two heavyweights and having a whole bunch of middleweights and flyweights and stuff like that and then you're not even using them right, Um, so I I hate to say this too early because it's only January and plus I got a lot of other shit going on, Wrestlemania Philadelphia, it doesn't look appealing at all Um, Mm -mm. it, it it doesn't have the allure that it did when we found out that it would be happening in Philadelphia. I'm like, oh, it's going to be mm-hmm. Philly. It's going to be fun. You know, the hotels were at the time they were cheap. We like all these things, right? And now I'm looking at, it, I'm like, I don't even like what the potential of a match could be. When we mm-hmm. talked about yep. WrestleMania in Philly, this was like a month before Bray passed away. This mm-hmm. was like this all these things happen in that that time frame, so we're not getting Bray. Um, I don't even know who could retire in the hall of fame. Um, I feel like the hall of fame would probably be better than the actual like WrestleMania card. Um, I think Andrade will end up coming back at Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. this year. Uh, I definitely think he'll be like entrant number like 16, 17 or something like that. Um, I know they'll have uh, a woman be a part of it. Um, I'm not going to mention her this episode because I'm I'm sick of talking about her. Everybody knows who she is. Um, <laughs> but um, <yeah. laughs> but overall, like I I, I, I want to embrace wrestling again. Um, I, I'm not like mad at it at all. I feel like there was a really good 2023. 2023 is the last like year that i can vividly remember us all collectively watching a pay-per-view and just being like absolutely enthused by it we didn't do a best mm-hmm. of when it comes to like best of wrestling because it's like there were a lot of high points in wrestling in 2023 and then it was just like mm-hmm. december happened and it was like wait why like we're going mm-hmm. into december with nothing and then here we are in january and it's like the rock is back it, it was like that feeling when goldberg came back for the third time it's like okay, mm-hmm. um,
1: like oh joy, now,
0: yes Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay. But with that being said, I'm I'm absolutely enthused about the um, Royal Rumble. I'm ready for WrestleMania, um, Elimination Chamber. I'm I'm ready for the WWE. AEW. I'm still kind of jaded on that. I'm trying to figure out what Khan wants to do, and and mm-hmm. the the way everything looks to be shaping up there's going to be a lot of people leaving in the next two or three weeks because they want to be ahead of the WrestleMania train. They want to be like, Hey, we're going to be in the first cart. We're going to be, we're going to be in the the non-talking cart because we can't talk about it yet. We can't go and tell anybody until elimination chamber and everything or not even WrestleMania, like that little period Mm -hmm. before. And, but it just has so much potential. I just, I really hope AEW figures it out. But there are too many people who are hedging their bets on AEW being like the 1B to WWE. And it was mainly because of the roster. And a lot of the I think there were recent people I was reading that are saying that they don't really have an issue with Tony Khan. They're having an issue with it being too many people. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I completely understand it. I think their rosters at like 80 something i know it's like it's in the 80s from what they were saying like it's just like 80 people we yeah. don't know what to do with them
2: and yeah and it's like four televised shows on top of ring of honor
0: yeah so you you, you have way you have a lot of volume and uh, we ironically there's no sweet spot because with wwe we feel like they regurgitate the same people and mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. irony in is. is if we just took some of those AEW people and treated them better in WWE, or bring them back to WWE and treat them like they are, they would have four CM Punk's right now if they just came back. I'm, I'm not going to list any names, but like for me, Pop, if, if, I feel like if he came back, he would be that guy. Like, I could see him and um um the the I always call him the Demon. I fucking I always forget his goddamn name. Finn Balor. Him and Finn Balor, like, that is like, what, like, Brett and HBK could, like, that could be a part two of that, if they treated that properly. But they won't, because uh, again, they're pushing, they're like UFC. And now that, ironically, UFC kind of, like, is in partnership with WWE, it feels like they have classes of people, like, classes of fighters, and then there's just everybody else. So when you think of, like, heavyweight, like, the heavyweight division of UFC, you think of like John Jones and Daniel Cormier, the heavyweights in the WWE, you have like Seth Rollins, you have, you know, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, right? Like you have those. And then when you have like the, the light heavyweights, right? You have, you know, for wrestling to me, I would, I would put like CM Punk there because I feel like he is in that tier with, at least right now, like the Dominic Mysterios and, the only reason for that is because all the matches that he should have had those people are gone and all the matches that were potential like he's not going to get them right so he's in that class where, I don't even say dominic cuz dominic is more so like a just a lightweight not even a light heavyweight so light heavyweight division would be like CM Punk AJ Styles um like Bobby Lashley Braun Strowman like th- that is like the light heavyweight class then you have like the lightweight class the lightweight class would be I'm trying to think of, like, some names off the top of my head, right, um... That would be more like,
2: like your cruiserweights, though, right?
0: Yeah, that would be, like, cruiserweights, right? So, I'm thinking, like, with, like, lightweight cruiserweight, right? I would say, like, Carmelo Hayes. Like, he he's in that lightweight class. Um, and then, let me say, like, who, who else? Like, Damian Priest. Like, people mm-hmm. who are like that. Um, Dragon Lee, for example. Like, I've been watching more Dragon yeah. Lee stuff. Like, he would be in that class. Um, Drew McIntyre should be a heavyweight, but he's treated like a lightweight because it's like he's always an afterthought. That's why um, his, his buddy ended up going over to AEW because, again, he wasn't being treated right. Um, and now I'm looking at WWE's roster. This shit is crazy. Like, they have names that I'm just like, wait, like, just looking at them, like, for example, Gunther, for example, we talked about him every day. Well, every episode for, like, the past, like, five or six episodes about how good he is and, you know, how he should be the guy. So, honestly, if The Rock doesn't beat Roman and it's not Gunther, it can't be anybody because everybody else has been buried, right? Um, Looking else, like, Jade, everybody... I'm trying to think, like, Jade would be considered, like, the, like, the heavyweight of... You know, like the women's division, even though she hasn't wrestled a single match there. But that's how they're carrying her. Like that's who she's going to be, right? Um, and I, God, who who was the guy who came back? Um, no, he switched shows. The USO, um, Jay USO, like oh, he's a Uso. Yeah, like he's considered that. But there were so many people. I'm like, yo, if they just treated them right and they just put them in like the proper. Um, not even a weight class. If they had weight classes though, and they put them with the right people, we would see some feuds that are good. Like I would love to see a feud with Johnny Gargano and AJ Styles. Like that's like if they prep that storyline right, mm-hmm. and just had that be like night one of WrestleMania, not a main event, but like mid card. Like tell us a good story, make it a good match. Them two mm-hmm. makes sense to me, right? Like, but again, just looking at this roster, I'm like, okay, I see a lot of. AEW people who I've never seen before. And then I see a lot of people who just make sense. We were just talking about um, Carmelo Hayes and we talked about him versus Montez Ford. That has to happen. Like, I, I would love to see that happen. I know they're going to slow roll Seth. that. Yeah, him versus I see Seth, like,
2: Carmelo versus Seth. Love to see
0: that. Yeah. 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 Uh, imagine that at WrestleMania. Imagine them having this. And you know they're going to have a stare down at, uh, well, they can't because of, uh, what's the name? Because of Seth being a champ or whatever. But just imagine if that was a face-off at Royal Rumble, right? I, I would like to see that, but I guess what's best for business right now is allowing Roman to pretty much be the expired milk in the fridge. He, he, he's the, the highlight that's never there, so we, we shall see. Um, yeah. AEW, I talked about that. New Japan. I, I promise I'm going to get on that again. I'm, I'm going to yes, like, definitely do, do watch what Netflix I'm supposed to. Do. Do. So yes. uh, again, I'm going to do it even if I have to watch it like, you know, later on in the afternoon, or just do like the replays because they have it on like Plex and stuff. I'll watch that. Um, mm-hmm. But I promised myself I would watch more wrestling because a lot of other sports just, I don't say they're not doing it for me, but it's like a lot of them are going to be ending. So Lou and I are going to be trying to figure out, okay, well, what can we watch now? Um, and UFC is not going to cut the mustard. Um, basketball is pretty much like shit in the bed. So wrestling for me, if it can entertain me, it, it has to start now. It has to be something where it's like, okay, hey, by the way, um, NXT, I got to watch you. WWE, got to watch you. Um, New Japan, got to watch you, but you have to keep it entertaining. I, I can't do that. What I was doing in 2023, where it's like, okay, I would miss three weeks, but as long as the pay-per-view is good, I can just grade it because like I've seen, a few things here and there. I want to be that wrestling fan I used to be. Where it's like, I know who mm-hmm. these people are. Even if i only seen them wrestle yeah. once, I know who they are at least. But, it just felt like th- there was just like sensory overload with the same people to the point where I got bored. Like, uh, Jericho's one of my favorite people. I got tired of looking at him on TV. I was like, God, fuck, mm-hmm. like, again? Yeah. And then they gave him like 15 minute segments. I'm like, bro, you know what? I'm, I'm okay. So, that that's my spiel on wrestling. Um, I promised y'all I wasn't going to talk about her, and I will not. We're back at it next week though, because she's not she has not pissed me off since New Year. So, yeah. Um, did you have anything else on wrestling?
2: Well, um, just New Japan had their big uh, event of the of the year, Wrestle Kingdom eighteen. Uh, yeah, like I said, definitely go back and watch that because if you want some great storytelling. New Japan is doing it right now. Um, Like I said, there was a lot of titles on the line, but the biggest story of the night was the main event for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. Um, Champion Sonata put his title on the line against Tetsuya Naito, who was a G1 Climax winner, but they were also former stablemates. If you remember me talking about Sonata left LIJ around New, uh, New Japan Cup, so that was around june july maybe mm-hmm. and decided to go his own way with just five guys um but really when i'm talking about storytelling there's such a story um between the two of them that goes back to tryouts for new japan um naito made the cut sonata didn't he had to go his own way and circle back to new japan years later and that's what he meets up again with tessie and naito they uh he brings them into the Lij collective Mm -hmm. um but what you kind of noticed was sonata he kind of stalled he was really coasting you know what i'm saying when you got a collective full of guys who are all champions or um able to be champions in their own right it's easy to get lost in the shuffle right so that's Mm -hmm. really where he was and you know he was losing matches he should have won so it was like nah he got to do something different he was being overlooked by his mentor K. G. muto great muta um yes he was like yeah i gotta get it together so that's when new japan cup runs around he's like yeah i gotta i gotta break away do my own thing so he leaves lij he wins the new japan cup um and then he defeats um okada for the world title so now he's the world champion and actually the longest reigning world champion so far he actually beat uh shingo takagi's record so now he's the longest reigning um now talking about Tetsuya and Naito in the G1 climax. Um, Naito not really able to have his main event moment for years. And really, and this is what I mean by really long-term storytelling in New Japan. Because if you even really look at Naito's story, it it's one of the most long, long enduring stories in New Japan because he was a good guy, he was a babyface, and then the fans turned on him, he goes to Mexico, uh, becomes uh uh, one of L.I.J. In fact, Andrade and Rouge brought him in when they were mm-hmm. losing of Nables, right? So then it was like, all right, you go to Japan, you start L.I.J., and then you run that. So that's when he started his collective um, with Sonata, Bushi, and Hiromo, and all that. But yeah. he never had a Wrestle Kingdom main event like he always wanted. Every time he came close, it was like he would either lose the title. Or he wasn't in the main event, or he would have his moment stolen by getting attacked by somebody. So Wrestle Kingdom eighteen rolls around. Um, he wins the match, right? Uh, defeated Sonata is very emotional, and he was attacked again by Evil. Wow! <laughs> so once again, his Wrestle Kingdom moment is about to be messed up. But Sonata came in, beat up Evil. And Naito was able to have his moment. And it was a very emotional roll call for LIJ. And I had to share some thoughts here. Like, it was an emotional <laughs> story. And, I mean, and if you really know, like, somebody like a sonata, like, he actually cried leaving the ring. And if you mm-hmm. know him as this cold stall, he's very stoic, no emotion. He rarely even talked when he was in LIJ. So to see him, brand new look former world champion. He's emotional now. It's a totally different person. Like, that's kind of story that you don't see in wrestling every day. So, you know, yeah. So basically, go back and check um, Wrestle Kingdom 18. Check out New Year's Dash, what came out the next day, because there were a couple of notable folks that showed up at both nights. Um, Nick Nimeth, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler, showed up at a Tokyo Dome. Um, <laughs> he, he got heat already. So let's see what they do with him. Um, Matt Riddle, I did the original bro. I did he that. That.
1: I'm
2: sorry. Yeah. I that, I
1: that. Yeah, no um, problem. Uh, yeah, they said his name. What, what's his name though? Uh, Dolph?
2: Yeah, Nick Nemeth.
1: Nick oh, wait, yeah. he changed his
2: name? Yeah, that's actually his original name.
1: Get out of here, yo. Oh, really? I'm
2: yeah, that was his that. original name before Dolph Ziggler.
1: Oh. Wow.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah right the, the more you yeah. know bro like wow <laughs> yeah what? see and this is why Cashley is like the wrestling expert on the show because i i've learned I, I i've learned um i've learned more from Cashley than the fucking facebook groups and i i still shit on them forever because fuck them um i really <laughs> hate some of the wrestling group. But, but keep going keep going keep going
2: yeah. So like, you know, and then the next night, uh, Matt Riddle, um, uh, y'all know him from the WWE. Um, mm-hmm. he showed up the challenge to Tanahashi, who is the new TV champion. He won that on Wrestle Kingdom as well. Um, so yeah, look for Matt Riddle to face Tanahashi at some point. So Does he yeah, have I mean, at least, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, here's I'm the see, to right? Right? <laughs> Oh my God! Well, see, here's how New Japan. Yeah, here's how New Japan brings people in. They'll have this huge video package for them. That's mm-hmm. how they introduce people, right? Oh, so okay. they, that so he appeared via video, right? So yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean it, it's pretty exciting where you know the moves being made and people coming in and. Um the title changes. Um Brian Danielson was on Wrestle Kingdom against Okada. Some will call that match of the night. It 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 was cool match of the year for some, but for me, my match was um Shingo Takagi versus uh Tamatonga, but it never opened weight. If y'all not familiar with that title, um it's probably you'll probably get some of the hardest hitting matches, some Mm -hmm. of the most organically um organically tough matches, but they would be so good, it's like, wow, you gotta see it over and over again. You know what I'm saying? And these two totally cooked with grease for that match. So for me, that was matching the night. Easily. So now I have to so I have to go back and watch like I need to go and look again because what
0: wow, like, yes. This sounds more exciting than the last four weeks of SmackDown, the last like month of all yeah. like <laughs> sure. wow what are yeah. you Cause even Lou was like, wait, like, yeah, like he, he knew. So again, I gotta go one on Twitter and follow the right people again, the right beat writers. And then I have to do some research yeah. because God, it seems like there's so much good wrestling and I'm like laser focused on the stuff that we can, com- well, not we, but I complain about because I wanted to be better. But there's other better products out. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, gotta, you do don't have I'm to it.
1: follow, you, 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 Greg, you don't have to follow anybody or just. Oh, Ashley, I mean, she, you
2: know, yeah, yeah, she's the, yeah, you know, and, <laughs> and don't be all, and, um, knows
1: everything about it, so that's
2: all we have to do, just <laughs> ask her. Right. Yeah, and um, shout out to a young lady named uh, Lyric, she's a black woman, she's a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. in fact, she's a serious wrestling columnist, um, mm-hmm. she's done, like, some real heavy interviews with, like, not only... Um, American wrestlers, but Japanese wrestlers. And shout out to her because we all know, you know, kind of being black wrestling fans, but especially being a black woman wrestling fan is like, mm-hmm. is something else. So shout out to her, definitely. Um, I, I definitely value her her insight. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd say keep your eyes on Japanese wrestling. It's a lot going on. They have a big event next week. Called Battle in the Valley. Um, stay tuned for that one. John Moxley's going to be on it. Um, I believe Brian Daniels is going to be on that one too. Okada, um, Julia, Trisha, Dora, who's another black wrestler. She's going to be on that one too for the title. Um, yeah. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> <waiting for> sure. <laughs> and,
1: and this is what Greg was talking about earlier. This is where I wish we could bet on wrestling. Because yep. I would throw my whole pay, I would throw my whole paycheck that Moxley gets cut open.
2: Yes, yes, uh, yes. There you go. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Somehow he did bleed during Wrestle Kingdom, Kingdom. He bled. He
0: yeah, yes. can, you, can you imagine if that was like a <laughs> like a part like you could parlay that with like okay like right. you know LeBron 30 points uh, Moxley blood you're like wait what the fuck and then you, you put yeah. $500 on it and then that's the one pay per view he doesn't bleed you're like
2: wait whoa, what
0: because oh. you know it's going to happen you know yeah because <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so there was want... actually a pay per view where he didn't bleed
0: yeah but <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know if this is true um I got to do some research on it but I swear it feels like um, like DraftKings partnered with um, WWE for WrestleMania. I feel like there were matches that you could bet on for WrestleMania. I, I can't. Well, I like, believe they did. came
1: out early last year. I think and uh, said something that they were talking about, uh, you know, having some sort of betting platform for WrestleMania. Yeah,
0: you know, I, I think they should have it. I do too. Like I would, that would honestly, I know it's going to sound crazy. It would make me not only watch wrestling more, but it, it just can't be WWE exclusive. Like I need to have like an investment in like new Japan or, you know, AEW because watching those, like the over and unders on people that you don't know, you're like, wait a minute. Now I got to, have to pay attention to them. I have to start noticing who they are, which to me would, again, it make me money, but it also would have people be my favorites. Because I'm like, great. Now I can, for a fact, I can know that's the person I need to follow. I need to, they made me money. That's my favorite wrestler now. So, mm-hmm. God, man. yeah, I, I, I cannot, I cannot wait. I know WrestleMania is going to have gambling. So I'm going to do my research next week. I'm going to see if there is one, um, at least on DraftKings. I feel like DraftKings had had WWE. But maybe there is a wrestling like betting platform, if they aren't, like we should be the first ones who are sponsored by them because we're the only ones All talking right. about it. So <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do some research on yeah, like that. let me go ahead. Let me see. Let me write that down now. Wrestling betting platform. Yeah, but if, if anybody is listening to the sports desk and you do know of a wrestling betting pro uh platform and you want us to host it, yeah, we'll we'll do the whole. Hey, yeah, you know. You know, you get two hundred dollars free. You know, with your first ten dollars using the code YBB and then you know we get the residual. I'm I'm with mm-hmm. that. I'm I'm with that. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have anything else with wrestling or?
2: No that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it for the wrestling segment.
0: Okay. All right. Well, th- thank you for that. Uh, obviously, like th- I guess people are gonna have to learn our new format. Where it's just like we gonna get straight to the point. Ain't gonna be no. Two and a half hour shows, unless it's like the obviously, you know, a time where we have a lot to talk about. We have a guest. So moving right along, we have the college football. So Washington Huskies are playing right now on TV the Michigan Wolverines. Up uh, I haven't been able to actually watch this game because I am not the biggest college football fan, but I have appreciated it from my pockets when it comes to guess what? Sports betting. But Lou <laughs> Lou has actually told me previously at the beginning of the, like college season and stuff like that, how to properly bet on college sports. And I had made a critical mistake of believing in the Dion hype in Colorado. I easily lost money. There, we right? all did. Yeah. So, um, let's, let's talk about this, uh, college football season. Then we're going to the championship. H- how did you feel overall? Do you feel like it was a good college football season? Bad? How'd you feel? I mean, it was, it,
1: it it was okay you know you had your surprises you had your disappointments mm-hmm. um i am i i know it was like after that they they picked the four teams to go to the college football playoff that florida state was pretty pissed off that they didn't go mm-hmm. but i think the committee uh made the right decision by not inviting them because look what georgia did to them like, yep. I, mean, I think they beat them sixty three to three, something like that. Yeah, it, it it would have been the same thing in the national playoff. Like if they were in the playoff too. So, yeah. um, as far as like you know the the uh, the top four playing each other and everything, I, I I've I've enjoyed it. What I have watched, um, I've been flicking channels tonight. So it's halftime right now. Michigan's up seventeen to ten. Wow. Um. Okay, still close. Yeah, still close. Still a good game. So uh, at least it's not like a blowout or nothing like that. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sort of in the same boat as you. Uh, I'm not a huge college football fan, but I like to watch it because of sports betting. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Next year is the big one because. That's when they expand the college football plan from fourteen to twelve team.
0: Mm-hmm. So then we'll see how how everything goes there. Okay. Well, I, I guess what we'll do is next year we'll be talking about it. You know, someone will say, oh, well, you know, you guys are talking about college football. I'm like, yeah, we we are. Not too much, but we'll talk enough. We'll talk about enough. But I, I guess that's it for them. So let, let's move on because actually, no, we need to talk about, um, the prediction of who you think is going to win for tonight. Do you think Michigan's going to continue to win? I mean, or do you? I,
1: beforehand, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, and before the game started, I think, I thought Michigan would win, but I also thought that Washington would cover the five and a half point spread. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, like, what little I have watched, because it looks like the first quarter, like Michigan was just like, all over Washington and Michael Penix and everything, But if, mm-hmm. it's, if it's 17-10 at halftime, it's a one-score game. So yep. I'm going to change my prediction. I'm going to take Washington and win this game.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to throw a couple dollars on the money line for you because, again, I'm not the college football guy. And since it's Washington, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Washington. Um, I do want Michigan – to finally get what they think they deserve. But ultimately, I like to win money. And when I see a plus sign in front of a number, hopefully I, I put a couple dollars on and I win. So let, let's go with Washington. So let's let's go Washington. Um, I, I'll leave it there. Uh, what time is it? Right now, at the, the time we're recording is 934. And I'm guaranteeing we're getting out of here at 10. Probably sooner. Let, let's let go immediately into The NFL season. Um, Actually, we don't even need to talk about the NFL season. We're going directly into the playoffs because the season was just kind of like up and down. But we need to start where we always should have started and how we started at the beginning of the football season, talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I'm, I'm going to leave room for Lou to talk his shit because he told me and he promised that he was not going to say anything until the end of the regular season. And here we are. So Lou, the floor is yours. All
1: right. <clears throat> as far as the Steelers go, and you know, I said at the beginning of the season, you know, everybody had questions about Kenny Pickett, and I, you know, basically, I just said, hey, just let 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 him. You know, it was his first year, second year, whatever it was. So this is his uh, rookie year. I'm sorry. Um, he didn't impress me at all, all right? And through the first half of the season, three-quarters of the season, all you heard from Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh fans, media, everything, was the fire Matt Canada, their offensive coordinator. Well, they finally did. And right after they fired him, I believe it was a game against Cincinnati where... um in Cincinnati, Pittsburgh went in there and they beat him. So I was like, okay, all right, this is good. Then they went and lost two straight to two, two and 10 teams the Arizona Cardinals and the New England Patriots. Kenny got hurt, Mason Rudolph. Well, though, no, I'm sorry, it was uh, Mitch Trubisky who started. It. That game is where I think everything turned around right there because. Mitch Trubisky, um, I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to be rude, but the guy sucks. He he's not an NFL quarterback. He never really was. Yeah. So in steps Mason Rudolph. I don't know wh- why,
2: <clears throat>
1: but when they bench Trubisky and started Rudolph, I said they should have did this three weeks ago. So no. far, Rudolph has what? That? I think he's won three out of the last four. Or three in a row, something like that.
2: I think it was three uh, in a row.
1: Steelers are in a playoff. They're in the <laughs> playoff, so um, everyone's going to say, "Do you think that he just needed time to play, or should he have started over Pickett?" And now everyone's talking about, "Well, did we trade Kenny Pickett?" I-, I don't know. I-, <laughs> I really don't know. It. It's- I, I want to say give the guy a chance, but. Yeah. He really hasn't showed much, but given that chance, even with the new exactly. offensive
0: coordinator, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like he's gotten everything that they they said he needed. Um, and right. as much as much as we've talked about like the receivers there and like the offense there, they're better than most. Like when I look at their roster, we were saying this, you know, preseason. We're like, you know what? They're, they're better than they're leading on. They actually are pretty, you know, pretty solid you know, as a team, and it seems like they, I don't want to say they all get along, but it just, they seem like a stout team, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, my issue has always been, like, was it Trubisky? Like, and it just, it just seems like, and you just convinced me, because, I mean, if we've been talking about the same guy for two years doing less than nothing, more than likely, you're going to continue to do less than nothing, right? So, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm not saying Mason Rudolph is the answer, but he's definitely not a problem. He's helped them more than he's hurt them. And to win three straight, I think that's a big fucking deal. Um, he also kept his coach a job this year because a lot was in question. You know, they weren't talking about this 17 weeks in a row a couple weeks ago at all. They were just like, oh, it is what it is. Like, you know, he has a chance of being hired, but he has a chance of being fired. Right. But now they're in the playoffs, and I mean I don't say they have an easy route, but they definitely have the. When I look at the the schedule for the
2: AFC, they pretty got they got it it's, easy.
1: Well, I I mean I'm not gonna seriously say easy, but yeah. uh, like it, it. It's a whole new season, so anything's possible. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Every everybody is. You know, clean slate, zero zero. Mm-hmm. So it could have, and, and, you know, I, I've said this before. I said this earlier in the season too. The, the Steelers, I think, i um, don't fact check. Well, you can't fact check me, but I'm not positive. But I think <laughs> they were the first, <laughs> the first, um, six seed before they expanded the wild card to win the Super Bowl. Did mm-hmm. they do it again? Who knows? I mean, it all starts in Buffalo next Sunday. Yep. Uh, you know, yep. we'll see. We we'll, we'll just,
0: it's, I'm excited for it. I'm really, really yep. excited for it. Well, uh, going into that, let's go straight to the playoffs then and how it ended up working. I don't think at this point, like what the sports does, I think a lot of people are listening to see what's happening in the future and, you know, what's happening as of current and not us telling them the, the scores or all of all that. We we can do that, but just not this week because we, we have a tight That's timeline here. So, with the AFC, we have you know for the what do you call it the, the wild card weekend, right? We have the Steelers playing against Buffalo. We have Kansas City hosting the Miami Dolphins, and we have Houston hosting the Chicago. I'm sorry, the I almost said Chicago. Jesus Christ, um, the Cleveland Browns. In um, the AFC, obviously, Baltimore has you know run the gauntlet on a bunch of these teams. And as a result, they have the buy. Now we can just give our quick predictions, um, but before we do that, I just I want to like put this little nugget out that I found out because it went from being a conspiracy theory to a you know what sounds pretty you know sounds pretty plausible, which is the Super Bowl logo. It's happening in Vegas this year, February 11th at 6:30 p.m. on CBS, and the logo for this Super Bowl just happens to have accent colors of like a purple and an orange red right now a lot of people have alluded to it being meaning that there's going to be a team in purple and a team in red or it could be a team in blue and a team in orange right and it's just like you know the accent color again i just wanted to lead in with that because going into our predictions is why I wanted to start with the AFC because the highlighted color, the one that's the most, is usually the team that loses in the Super Bowl. And this is just historic from the Rams and Bengals. If you look at their logo for the Super Bowl, the, clearly the Rams colors were the least amount, right? So we'll just take that there. So let's start with the AFC, then we'll move on to the NFC. And then if you want to go up into the Super Bowl, we can. Um, who do you have for the Steelers and the Bills? I mean, <clears throat> Buffalo
1: has, has been really hot the second half of the season. Um, mm-hmm. They just beat Miami in Miami. The Steelers are going to be without TJ Watt. Um, he got hurt. So, is my, as much as it pains me to say this, nah, screw that. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Upside. Oh, okay. Upset oh, okay. I, 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 I,
0: can't bet against my boy. I can't. I can't. Okay, that, that that's fair. I I will. I'm not gonna say I'll allow, I'll allow it, but anything sure. is possible, right? So right, right. I, I'm going with Buffalo um, mm-hmm. for for that first game. I don't have a storyline behind it. I just I'm going to say Buffalo. Next game, Miami versus Kansas City. Who do you have? Mm. I'm taking Miami. Wow. So we're just, we're just being contrarian today. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go with Kansas City. I'm going with Kansas City. And I'll, I'll explain the method to my madness because someone had to talk me into this last night. And I said, you know what, I'm going to put in the parlay for it. So now since the parlay is out, I'm going to actually go by my parlay. So I said Kansas City. You say Miami. Let's move on to the next game. The Houston Texans are hosting the Cleveland Browns. Who do you have? Houston. What the? F- wow.
1: Houston. I went with the upset. They're, they are the Cleveland on <laughs> They are. And this no, and, and and I'm not picking like just just because you know I'm a Steelers fan. I'm picking against Cleveland. You know, uh-huh. they've been on fire, too. You know, Joe Flacco yeah. has found the Fountain of Youth, whatever the hell you want to call it. But Houston is just on another level right now. And CJ Stroud is playing, yeah. like, out of his mind.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, you know, again, when we get to the narrative, then we'll go there. So we'll, we'll, okay. we'll go that. So Fair enough. Actually, let's just do the whole AFC and then we'll go to the NFC. And we'll just take it to the, the Super Bowl. Just an early prediction. That way, next week after, we can be like, dang, like, that was kind of wrong. This was kind of right, whatever. So, by your estimation, for the divisional, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers playing the Miami Dolphins. Who do you have winning that game? Miami. Miami. Okay. That leads them into the AFC Championship. We have to figure out who wins between Baltimore and the Houston Texans. Houston. Get the. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh my. So you're just, so you're just going Upset City. You're going well, Upset City for this.
1: It's just, I mean, you know, I didn't. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's gonna be, you know, Houston's gonna blow them out or anything. I just yeah. think there's something with Houston
0: this yeah. year. I, I, I so I don't know what it is. So is it the? It's not purple. It's blue, like that logo. That's it's not purple like everybody thinks. It's actually a mix of the blue and the red, making that purple. That's why that purple is there. You know what? It could be blue. You you you. You may be on to something, Lou. We might have to put $20 on Houston being the AFC champions. We we, we may have to. I I think you're on to something really major here, bro. So, hold on. Here we go. We have Rando facts, and let's see what he has to say. Hey, bro, I just started listening to what bro just said when you asked him. Baltimore, or the Colts, or the Texans. And he said, to Texans. This is why I love sports. <laughs> because yeah. although I, I
1: unyieldingly disagree with my boy, <laughs> he's entitled to that opinion. And boys in the playoff, they got a shot.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So j- just you. just by your estimation, Lou, right now the AFC Championship to get into the Super Bowl, you have." The you said Pittsburgh Steelers were beating Miami, right? No, no. No, I you said Miami. Miami. You said so you have Miami the Miami Dolphins versus the Houston Texans, which honestly, that may be one of the most exciting AFC championships I've ever seen or heard of. So you have the Miami Dolphins. I'm writing this down. Okay. Versus the Houston Texans. Okay. So who wins that game?
1: I, I'm I'm sticking with Houston.
0: Oh uh, bro! I'm wow, with you got Houston going all the way. Oh, yep. Okay, all right. Now, um, for for me, dang, you kind of threw me off there, bro. So, um, <laughs> I had <laughs> shit. Um, so who did I had? I had um, Cleveland, Kansas City, Buffalo, right? So I had them. So I have Kansas City beating Baltimore, and I have – I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not Buffalo, Baltimore. Kansas City beating Baltimore, and I have – is it them? Yeah, it is them. I have the Steelers ended up losing to Buffalo, and then Mm -hmm. Buffalo ends up beating Miami and going to the AFC Championships, and it was going to be – Both Cleveland, not Cleveland, Baltimore and Buffalo in the AFC championship. So I'll leave it there. And then I'll just say I I went with Baltimore. So I I have Baltimore going to the Super Bowl. Now let's go to the AFC really quick because we got roughly 10 minutes. And anything else that was left on the docket can be tabled till next week. So we have the NFC. We have the uh, San Francisco 49ers having the bye week, but let's go into the wild card week. We have the uh, Green Bay Packers going against the Dallas Cowboys. We have the Rams going against the fucking Detroit Lions. Who would have ever thought? In Detroit, home game. After that, we also have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing the Philadelphia Eagles. and th- This is, Lou, I think this this may be where you end up breaking the brackets. I feel like you're going to say something, and it's going to be like, you know what? Whatever Lou says, I'm just get your parlays ready, everybody. Rando facts, anybody who is listening. <laughs> whatever Lou says, if this shit comes true, and you haven't put it in your tickets now, like right now, if I don't even know what it looks like on the sports books, but whatever Houston is, on like just to be AFC champions, it has to be high. It has to be high. When I look at the playoff specials and then I see like uh conferences, right now the Houston Texans are plus twenty five hundred right now. Ooh. I'm gonna put a dollar and fifty, I'm sorry, and a dollar and sixty-eight cent on them right now. A dollar <laughs> and sixty eight cents. Why not? That will uh, yeah, wh- why not like forty-two dollars? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, mm-hmm. give me give me that. Yeah, so I'm I'm putting my money on that because Lou said it, so it, it has to be spoken into existence. But let's get to the NFC. So Lou, who do you have winning between Dallas and Green Bay? Uh, Dallas. Okay, that's fair. That is fair. Um, I went with Dallas as well. Um, the Rams versus the Lions. Who do you have? This
1: surprisingly, I think this game is. Gonna be
0: like,
1: I just have a feeling this game is gonna be like a forty-eight to forty-five game.
0: I really do. Yep. But I'm taking Detroit. <laughs> I'm t- I'm okay, taking you're, Detroit. you're taking the, Det- you're taking Detroit. I'm doing the opposite. I'm going with the Rams. I'm going with the fucking Rams. I'm. I have golf going back home, and pretty much, Even the- both quarterbacks are going to their old team. Yeah, but I, the thing is, he was treated so bad in Detroit. He was. He it, was. It's it, it's time. It, it's it's time, and I can't wait. It, it's going to be delicious. And the la- the last game of the wild card weekend, the Eagles going to Tampa Bay to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who do you, who you got? Tampa. Same, okay. same. That that fucking Ooh. finger with uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh-huh. That said, that said it all for me. It's only one or two things that can happen. Eagles run the table because they're going to have this narrative of his finger and shit, or they lose to Tampa, and then we hear a whole bunch of "Wait a minute, can if Brady can do it, Baker can do it?" And you know it's going to happen, Lou. You know for a fact it's going to happen. And when it does, I'll be sitting here waiting. I'll be sitting here waiting. Like, God damn it, we were right. We were right. Let Let's move like, on to the next round. Up, I, but, know, okay.
1: I was just gonna say, I think teams. Like over the past four or five weeks, have figured Billy out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Their secondary is garbage. Yep.
0: I mean, they're horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, again, right now, you have, <laughs> according to this, you have the Cowboys going against Detroit, and you have San Francisco going against uh, Baker and Tampa Bay in the NFC uh, divisional. Who do you have winning? First, between San Francisco and Tampa Bay. San Francisco. Okay. And who do you have against Dallas and the Rams? Um, Well, I picked Detroit. Oh, you picked Detroit. I'm sorry. And Detroit. You
1: picked the Rams.
0: Yeah, I I did. I was trying to trick you. I was trying to trick you.
1: No, you're fine. Uh, I'm going to take Detroit beating Dallas
0: okay you know what that that is fair i won't say we will allow it it, it just is what it is so for me i will say you know j- just to be fair we will go and i will say that i have dallas beating the rams cuz that was my two teams and i have san francisco beating the i think i said tampa too so they'll beat tampa as well so that's who i have And then we move on to the next round, which is the NFC Championship. We have two different matchups here. We actually we've kind of been all over the place with the playoffs, but again, twenty five hundred for Houston, y'all. Twenty five hundred for Houston plus going to the Super Bowl, and whatever team wins the NFC Championship is going to play the according to Lou the Houston Texans in the Super Bowl in Vegas. So you have right now. You have the San Francisco 49ers going against, who, who'd you pick? Was it Dallas or Detroit? You said Detroit, right? Detroit. Detroit, yeah. yeah. So San Francisco versus Detroit. Who do you have? <sighs> I'm
1: thinking the Lions. Oh, they're going to figure out Brock
0: Purdy. They're going to figure ooh. out Brock Purdy. Lou? Lou? yeah I, I love I love you like a brother bro let, let let me explain to you what your so right now if you go and you put ten dollars on the Houston Texans and the Detroit Lions winning the NFC championship with ten dollars on it that is two thousand seven hundred and twenty dollars the parlay is ironically twenty seven thousand two hundred <laughs> I, I can't make I can't make this up if you put three dollars on this right now that is eight hundred sixteen dollars. I am putting three dollars on it right now. I'm putting three dollars as we speak because you have actually spoken truth to power not because of what you said it's because the logo every time I look at this logo now, your teams that you have in the Super Bowl are the Detroit Lions and the Houston Texans. but when you look, At the actual logo, it looks like it's blue and like blue or purple and red. But if you look at their logos, Detroit is like a light blue, Houston is obviously a dark blue, and it has the red. So all those colors match up. And I am going to, God, let me just pick my picks. Um, So ultimately for the NFC championship, I had a rematch between San Francisco and Dallas, right? And then I had San Francisco going and playing Baltimore, which was essentially what everybody is expecting, right? Um, and then I had San Francisco finally winning. My alternative was to have the rematch of the, the COVID Bowl or the COVID Super Bowl, which was, truthfully, just Kansas City versus San Francisco again. Both teams, you know, actually healthy. They play in, you know, a neutral stadium, even though Vegas Stadium is kind of garbage. Um, as you all probably saw on Twitter, the, the field is not that great because of like the humidity and just like the, you know, how a legion is set up, but yeah. Um, I had Baltimore, San Francisco and Lou has Houston and Detroit. Um, <laughs> Two completely and different. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely bonkers. I, I would have never thought that. I I would have never thought Lou would say that. But I definitely put three dollars on it because I have a sneaky suspicion that Lou works for the books, and (laughs) he's telling us in advance. Hey, by the way, um, that this is going to happen because Lou. I'm telling you, I'm looking at this, and this is stunning to me. This this is amazing. That if I work for the books, you and me could both retire. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I got to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that, me as well. So, okay. let me see we got three minutes left on the show. What did we not talk about that you know we mm-hmm. could have touched on? I was going to touch on Draymond. We what we'll, we'll see next oh, week. We'll yeah. do this I week. In I just read about Dre a little bit today. yeah
1: That
0: was good. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Go we can we, we, we can do that real quick. Yo, go go for it. Because I, I didn't I, read up on you? it. I just saw.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah. I saw the headline too. It just, uh, basically Draymond was thinking about retiring and Dude. Adam Silver, uh, the commish talked him out of it. So, wow. right. Um, I, I don't know what to think about it. I know Adam Silver wanted him to go to like, uh, anger management classes and, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, I, I didn't read the whole story. I just, Saw a couple headlines about
0: it. What do you think about it? Um, anything's possible. <laughs> Let me just start with that. Um, I wouldn't be mad if Draymond retired, honestly, because I don't. I won't say I don't like the guy. Is when you play the way he plays, it's hard to like him, though. It's exactly, hard to exactly. campaign for him. So the the woe is me, like I'm going to retire. I'm like, so, like, I know that sounds really fucked up and like it feels disingenuous, but when you know. What his nature is, it's like he's gonna be good. He's set for life. Like mm-hmm. he he's he's good. And with his podcast, yeah. he's going to literally be Kwame Brown and every other ex NBA player who's just going to talk shit about everybody for the next three to four years, and that's that's fine too. But mm-hmm. again, for me, I just I, I can go with it or with it, you know without it. He was great. He'll absolutely be a Hall of Famer for his accolades, but he's always going to be criticized for his antics. And
1: that's pretty much how
0: I feel. Right. People will say Draymond
1: Green, and they're going to think of the dirty player. They're not going to think of the, you know, what, three time, uh, four time NBA champion, defensive player of the year, wasn't he? I think one year.
0: So, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, that just, you know, again, I. I can go with it or without it. That That's fine for me. Um, ironically, I looked at our docket. We talked about everything. We talked about the college football. We talked about the NFL. Um, we did the you know the Super Bowl. We went through the entire predictions. So we got to stand on that now. You said Houston's going to win. I said San uh-huh. Francisco's going to win. Yep. Yeah. Um, and mind you, every week that goes by, I'm just letting everybody know, the odds are going to drop. So mm-hmm. I would heavily suggest y'all go and y'all put in lose because Lou, I'm telling you, three dollars for eight hundred and seventy-six dollars, and that's not for whoever's gonna win the Super Bowl. That's just for <laughs> the two teams that are going in. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, that's to for them, them to make it there. That that Earth. is crazy to me. So I, I threw a couple dollars. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I I would like to see that money happen it's only four uh, weeks. I'm
1: gonna, so I'm probably gonna have to wait a couple days and then I'll then I'll put it on. We'll see what their odds are by like Thursday, Friday. But
0: yeah, the for game's sure,
1: don't start for start sure Saturday. So the odds shouldn't drop that much.
0: Yeah. Really? But I mean overall we should make some, some pretty money because I right now I'm looking at my fan door and I told my I promised myself I'm not putting any more money in there till payday. <laughs> to payday, actually no, because I, I just used two dollars to put the other bet in. So now I have six dollars in there. So the ah. live bet, the, now I put in. Let me just say this really, really quick. So there, I put in a live bet, right? Um, while we were talking, um, and I, I was supposed to put it on for Lou. I'm sorry, Lou. I, I will send you the okay. other one. Um, Don't worry but, about it. Man. Yeah,
1: it's
0: so, all good. Now. I had a five dollar bet for that was supposed to give me eleven. Um, $111, right? It was for Fred Van Vliet and Tyler Hero to score 30 points apiece. Fred Van Vliet had 32, Tyler Hero had 28. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. it's shit like that. Like that. It is yeah. absolutely shit like that. But oh, and someone just posted another live bet. So I'm going to send this one to Lou right now. Um, because <laughs> this actual time to put this one in. Um, but, yeah, like, overall, we we talked about everything we need to talk about for the sports desk this week. Um, I'm really anticipating every game except for the Kansas City game because, truthfully, I'm not going to download Peacock in order to watch this game. I refuse. Um, yeah, I think I the agree. NFL's
1: – I mean, yeah. I have it too, but, yeah, I just think what the NFL do with that, even though it's the playoffs, like, why would you put it on, like, a streaming service that, like, most people don't have? You know? Exactly. Body, of course, but, you know.
2: Yeah, but
0: it's like, at some point, you have to think about the people who are going to watch that, and I understand you can always do a trial, but fuck the trials. Just give us what we want. Like, we want to be able to watch the games. Accessibility is everything in sports, so if you're going and taking away the accessibility, it doesn't make sense. Um... I think Lou and I, when we, like, the, at the beginning of the basketball season, they were giving us NBA ticket if we, what was um, I keep calling it NBA ticket, but NBA league pass for three months if we just spent $10, right? You just gamble $10 and you get the league pass, right? Now, me, I stream. I stream my games because I'm like, after, I'm going to, I know me, I'll forget to cancel the trial and end up having to pay the $199, and I'm not doing that. And plus, with streaming, the games are even better. So there's no point to me, right? However, I tried to put in the code yesterday. I was like, oh, I still have my code. It still should be active. FanDuel was like, yeah, no. Um, You didn't take us up on the opportunity then. But guess what? Can't do it now. So you know what I did? I just said, oh, well, bite the bullet. I lost, but it's fine. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we have a voicemail. We have a voicemail, again, I think just from Randall Facts. I would love to get his final predictions. We're gonna leave, you know, the end of the show with his voicemail. Here we go. I think the Ravens, Ravens, gonna represent the AFC.
1: I think Green Bay's getting smacked. Fuck them, my best man. I pray for that. For I'm
2: going. The Lions go to the second round. The Lions go to the NFC. Championship because fuck Dallas, but then lose to the Niners. The Niners go to the Super Bowl. Uh,
1: give me the Ravens.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All, right. okay. All right. I I love to see it. You you got, you got to love to see it. That, of course. You know what? So so next week we're expecting Randall Fax to come in here and tell us as well as we, we have somebody in the group by the name of positive person. I'll, I'll give him an opportunity to tell us what his Super Bowl predictions are knowing the teams that are going into the playoffs in a wild card. Um, yeah, I'll give him, Oh, he's, he's already gone. So we ain't got to worry about that. But I will say this um, again, $3 for $876 <laughs> for lose, you know, going, you know, having wow. Houston win it all. Well, not, not win it all. I'm sorry. Houston and, um, Damn, who's the other team you said? Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Houston and Detroit. So, if just by the, the grace of God, um, when it comes to Super Bowl races, right, we go to more NFL on FanDuel and we just say Super Bowl, right? It has the Houston Texans at $7,000. $10 wins $700. <sighs> If I only had, the like, imagine if I had $700, uh, you know, $700, $70 to just say, you know what, I'm just going to throw it on this parlay. That's $7,000 because Lou bet it. And for anybody who has been listening to the sports desk, they know that, like, we've been pretty spot on with a lot of the shit that we've said. We both said, okay, you know, we didn't want to predict the Steelers' wins and losses, but we knew for a fact it was going to be over eight and a half. We, we, we guaranteed that, and it happened, right? um we also said that there were a lot of hot takes that we said that were you know wrong we said some that were right but for the most part we've been pretty fucking accurate um we were accurate about the aaron Rodgers thing um we were accurate about the jets this year um i think we both said over four and a half and they ended up getting what six so, so that was nice um mm-hmm. what what are what the games the commanders we we were actually right about them too, because we, I think Q at the time said that they were going to have, um, six, was it six and a half or seven and a half? And they didn't do it. Um, because again, it, it's the fucking Washington commanders. Um, I'll leave the show with saying this. Um, outside of the playoffs and the Super Bowl, one thing that needs to be tracked is wherever Bill Belichick is going, because I really think people think that he is, like a like a motivating factor in turning a losing team into a winning one and i just don't think that's true i know I, I think i completely yeah. agree with what you're saying so that, just know next week that's what we're going to talk about and we can talk about that at length like we don't really need to and again with football there's only so much we can we've already done really our predictions we'll just have to fine-tune them but overall i just don't think that Belichick is the answer. And from what they're talking about, he has the opportunity to like pick where he wants to go. It's like, wait, a, a losing coach gets to pick? That's crazy, but sure. Like <laughs> we'll see. Um, with that being said, y'all, y'all have listened to another episode of the sports desk. I'm Greg. That is Lou. Thank y'all for listening and we will see you next week. Peace y'all. Peace out y'all. Have a great night.